<laughs> How exciting. I absolutely love that theme tune. I'm so happy. I know, it's exactly what we could have ever wanted. Yeah. So thank you, JJ, for that. Much appreciated. And yeah, welcome you, Andram Spallers. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Hope you are all well and uh, enjoyed the first episode. And uh, just want to say a massive thank you to everybody who's given feedback to us over the past... How long has it been out there? Past week? A couple of weeks. A couple of weeks now. Yeah, of course. Obviously, we were doing it every fortnight, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Yeah, we've had loads of good feedback and um, and loads of suggestions and it's been really positive and we've been really happy with how people have reacted to it, which has been really nice. Yeah, it's nice that people are actually taking an interest in what we're saying and agreeing or pointing out things that we should have known beforehand, i.e. with the fact that I do know that World War II started in 1939. (laughs) I just, for some reason, decided that 1936 popped out instead. So, uh, yeah, thanks for people who mentioned about that. And um, there was something else I was going to say. I think there were some other things as well, but... (laughs) Bing Crosby had been another one as well, and yeah. But no, genuinely, thank you so much. Really, really, really do appreciate everything that you guys have said, and we're going to try and uh, and keep everything that you've said and just build on the episode, really. A lot of people actually said about having a an intro with a jingle. so Which we knew we were kind of having. Hmm. We just had to wait for the right time for that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so thanks once again. Really appreciate it. So, as they say, onwards and upwards, with episode number two coming out. Obviously, with all the clues that we've been giving over the past week as to what episode we're going to be doing, and the fact that this episode is called Matilda. (laughs) I'm sure you can guess that we're going to be talking about (laughs) Matilda in this show. So, um, so let's just get cracking with, uh, with Matilda. So, Matilda the Musical is a stage adaptation of Roald Dahl's classic children's novel, Matilda. The musical, with music and lyrics by Tim Minchin and a book by Dennis Kelly, follows the story of a brilliant young girl named Matilda Wormwood. Despite being ignored and mistreated by her parents and bullied by the tyrannical headmistress, Miss Trunchbull, Matilda discovers her extraordinary powers of telekinesis. Matilda finds solace and inspiration at her school, where she develops a close bond with her caring teacher, Miss Honey. With Miss Honey's encouragement, Matilda learns to embrace her unique abilities and stand up for what is right. Together, they challenge the the oppressive school environment and confront Miss Trunchbull's cruel ways. Throughout the musical, Matilda's intelligence and bravery inspire her fellow students to embrace their individuality and fight against injustice. The heartwarming and empowering story celebrates the power of imagination, the importance of education, and the strength to overcome adversity. Rachel, what are your initial thoughts on Matilda. I mean, I absolutely love Matilda. It is, for me, definitely in my top five. Mm. And so, I I mean, I just love it. There's what's not to love, right? Yeah. Um, I have only seen it once, which is very sad for me, because I would love to see it again. Mm. Um, and I know we haven't seen it together. No, no. Um, but... Yeah, I've seen the West End version and do you know what? It just blew my mind. Absolutely. And I actually, there was points where I cried 
<laughs> I, I, it was so weird because I just went and saw the musical on my own. And wow. Okay. I know. It's, I, was, I found myself in London. And so I went and got myself a ticket for a matinee show. And I just sat there in the stalls on my own. And, and I just, there were moments where throughout the show where I just cried from like happiness and joy because mm. I just loved it so much. Yes. And I think it, it kind of, it's a show that definitely speaks to me and that I can relate to. Okay. In, in what way? Oh, we're going to get deep. We're going to get deep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well, I'll probably come on to it more as well a little bit later when we start talking about songs and things like that. But I guess the strength of this little girl is an inspiration to me, having needed to be strong in my life. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And... and uh, so I, I feel like I can relate to her in that sense. Mm. It's, I mean, I said to you before uh, before we started talking about this that I th- I'm pretty sure it's up there in my top five because I've seen, I've seen it twice. So I've seen it on the West End, but I've also seen it in Norwich as well. Yeah. At the Theatre Royal there. But two, two totally different experiences because the first time I saw it in London... I sat, I think it was, the very back row, right at the top. Okay. So the view I had was brilliant in the fact of seeing the whole stage and everything. Yeah. But obviously quite far away. And then when I went to see it in Norwich, I was down in like the stalls area. So, um, or not the stalls, in the... Like the dress circle bit, so at the top, but like kind of towards the front area, okay. front of the seating, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I was a lot closer, and it was still fantastic, but you didn't really see a because I was on the not the same level, but a bit higher, but didn't get the same dramatic effect of you know with the choreography with the, when the tables come up and they're yeah. dancing on the tables and stuff. Um, you you get to see it obviously, but you don't get to see the whole show as a an experience because of the view. Okay. Even though the view was, was still I was good. watching the same show. Yeah, yeah. I think the both the versions I saw were brilliant. Yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't fault either performance. And like I say, I think it was just purely because of where I was sat. Yeah, was the difference. Yeah. So if I could see everything on stage all at once, better at a better angle. I probably would have enjoyed it more. So the only downside to the one I saw at Norwich was the view, even yeah. though I was closer. Because I think <laughs> sometimes you, you pay such extraordinary prices to sit so close and you just get, I feel, not well, a great view. No, sometimes when you're in the stalls, it's like you're looking up and so you miss some elements of it because of being so close to the front. Which is why no one wants to sit at the front like the cinema. You don't yeah. want to be sitting right close and then no, looking up your and neck. hurting your neck. Exactly. Um, I was kind of near the back of the stalls. And, I mean, I felt like it was a it was a pretty good view. I was quite happy to be where I was. But then I had brought, I bought the ticket on the day and it was just whatever I could get. Mm. And it was pretty, pretty cheap for me yeah. because of the fact that 
I'd done it on the day. I, I felt like my view was really good. I think I just constantly, <laughs> like song after song, just kept getting blown away by the choreography, yeah. the staging and the set. And just just the, all just the effects, the special effects on yeah. it. When when Bruce is eating the chocolate cake, and it's actually it looks like he's eating it, and it's getting less and less. And you just think, where are you putting this cake? Yeah, because they didn't. Well, I couldn't see. What I thought initially was that they lifted the tables up and just stuck, stuck it, in. it in there, <laughs> but. They don't once... I'm sure they don't once lift that table. No. And I don't understand where they put it all. But no. I thought it was very clever. Yeah. It's funny because actually, before seeing the production, I wasn't actually a big, big fan of the Bruce song. Mm. It okay. wasn't It wasn't one of my favourites. Yeah. But having seen it live... Perform. Yeah. It made me... Yeah, so like could, the song better because you're one of those people that does listen to the soundtrack before going to see a show oh, 100% where I don't like doing that I think it's I I do because I like you, it being an experience you, I know but you you kind of get to feel what the song means like what the song is to you before your um, your image of it is set in stone See, I, yeah, I am a different. I do, but I, my opinion of that is different because any time I've gone to see something, any time I've spoken with anybody about going to see any show, and then they start singing a song from it, and nine times out of ten, it's the same song they sing. So, for example, um, I know we'll talk about Book of Mormon later down the line. Yeah, but okay. I, um, I hadn't seen it yet, so I, I've seen it. F- I've seen it four times, I think. I've seen it. Three or four times I've seen Book of Mormon. Yeah. And uh, before I saw it the first time, when I said to people, oh, I'm going to see Book of Mormon, they're like, oh, yeah, it's great. Hello, my name is... And it's like, oh, I don't want to know. Don't want, I don't want you to sing the songs to me. And then when I went and saw it, I mean, Hello is the first song they sing. Yeah. And so it didn't spoil anything. But I'm now like, ah, oh, this is why you keep singing Hello. Because it's the first song, and I didn't want it. I don't want to be tainted with a, a version of the Broadway version or the West End version or other people singing a song to me. I want to go in with my experience of I've no idea what I'm going to expect. But, Everything is fresh and brand new. But it's different though. Listening to the soundtrack, I felt like listening to the soundtrack. It just it gives you a taster of it. It makes you love the songs, and then what it does for me is when I actually go and see the production, I'm like ah. Yeah. And then, like, being like, oh, this is how it fits in. It's this is this is this. And it just. I, get, I do get what you mean. And because I have a connection with the song already, it makes me love it all even more. Yeah. I do I do get what you mean. And I, and I know people go nuts for the songs anyway. And then. But I don't do that all the time. No, no, no. I'm not saying you do. But what I'm yeah. saying is, I like the fact of not knowing yeah. what it's going to be. I'm. With. Uh, well, with Matilda, not knowing any of the songs, what it's going to be like, um, you know, how, how the songs are going to be performed. Uh, and yeah, just to go in and be like blown away uh, with some of the stuff. And you've already mentioned it about the choreography as well and yeah. just how it how it all comes together in those songs. I like 
all of that yeah. experiencing everything at once all the elements rather than oh no, I know I, this I bit, do get you what you're saying as well I do 100% get it um, yeah. I mean I, it makes me it's kind of put into my head the fact that obviously we have now fairly recently finally seen the film production mm. of Matilda the Musical yeah and oh, what, so what do you think of that compare that to to the stage version do you know what I actually love it just as much in a different way, mm. but I love it. I think because, yeah, there's certain elements. There's certain bits that are slightly to... different because obviously it's going to be different. Yeah, because it's made for a different audience. Yeah, it's made and for, it's a, made for made a for camera. Film. Yeah. So yeah, it's obviously stage. going to be different. But um, I think if you could have endless supply of actors and money and this, that, and the other. Yeah. Because Tim Minchin didn't do the directing of the well he didn't do direct the stage version either but do you think if whoever did the book for the stage again research coming in here <laughs> who like the guy who did the book for the stage also had an input you mean the script no the... yeah i mean the script yeah it's still called the book isn't it the book <laughs> no, and the okay, store. okay 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 anyway uh so <laughs> so if um do you think if he had an endless supply of money, he would have done it the same version as how the film was? Or do you think because it's two different people doing the same thing, even though they've probably asked each other for some help, haven't they? I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's just a totally different production. I think you can't... I don't... You can't compare the two? You can't... No, I don't think there's... Because obviously, of course, there's going to be more people involved in uh, the film version and and actually you need that for the impact like if you only had enough like if you only had the number of kids that were on the stage for example in the West End then I don't think it would look as effective and it wouldn't it wouldn't be realistic whereas on mm. in the setting of the stage it does work because I like because one thing that's different I mean obviously lots of things different but the opening number to Miracle, obviously in the film, it's set in the hospital yeah. with babies. Saying, I love it. My mummy says I'm a miracle. But in uh, in this on stage, it's a children's party, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I love I love how the the lyrics for that and the music for that of the uh, spitefulness of those children are really edgy characters my mummy says I'm a miracle and the, the, all the yeah the bits of that the spot the edginess and I think because I read an interview about Tim mentioned getting the rights from the Dahl family uh years ago this was when he, this we're not talking interesting facts yet we're not on that section yet but <laughs> this is an interesting fact uh, he asked years and years ago before uh when he when he was writing music for like school productions and stuff, he asked the fact the rights for it because he thought it would be a really good musical. Yeah. And so he, um, and he loves it because uh, he loves the edginess of some of Dahl's characters, like the darker characters. Yeah. Um, and I think he nailed it in that I'm a spoiled little brat. Uh, I'm I'm a princess in my mum and dad's eyes kind of characters that are there. Yeah. I love that. And then I love the innocence 
of the babies obviously not mouthing the words, which I'm so pleased they didn't do that. No, that would have been awful. But I'm so, like, that you could think what they're thinking, so to I speak. guess you ended up having the kind of, the parent side of things of, as well. Mm. Like, they're, like, obviously saying, oh, my child's better than, better than theirs. Yeah, because they, they smiled. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, oh, <laughs> like, two days old and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just it was just very clever. Um, I, and I, I think I mean, obviously, it was actually in a school setting. So seeing the classroom, seeing the corridors, uh, just I mean, even in the hospital when they had, um, you know, they were in the corridors of the hospital. Choreography. Oh my goodness! That, yeah. For revolting children coming through, and so much of it though, it just mm. it just was so satisfying. But then I had that same feeling when I watched the the production. It was amazing choreography, and like when we got to the school song and they did the uh, like climbing up the gate, the gate, and the alphabet, so and oh. Just, so clever. And, and I didn't I'm, actually realise when I was listening to the song before going to see the show, I didn't make the connection of the alphabet. No, you only do when they when you, when you, see when you actually it, go see it. Yeah. And then obviously in the film they did it in the way of having it on class signs. Yeah. And like the boiler. Yeah, yeah. Like Those yeah. kind of things. I liked how clever that was. But um but yeah. You and you don't see the you don't know those clever bits until you see it. Mm. And the thing is I feel like sometimes Going back to the thing where you said about you like to see it all in one go. I feel like sometimes you can miss stuff because of that. Whereas if you know things, then it helps you to pick up on things that you might otherwise miss. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do know what you mean. I like, I think it's a bit like once you know something, you can never unknow it. So the alphabet in school song. Yeah. Like, as now that you, you know, know it, it, you can't You not. can hear it yeah. when they're singing it for the first time. Completely. All you can hear are those letters which they're saying. Yeah. Um, but it's still, it's a, a very good song, which actually kind of links into the next section of chat of best and worst songs. Did you want to do your favourite song? Or? I don't know, because I, I, I have to say that I did find it really hard to pick one song, but I can tell you my favourite lyrics that appear in they actually appear in a couple of songs okay so i obviously love when i grow up yeah i love when i grow up until (laughs) until it gets to the slow bit and then it's miss honey and matilda singing (laughs) and then for me as much as i i understand why they're singing it and why it gets to there but for me that's when i skip really yeah which is funny because I watch obviously when I watch the show, I'm not I can't skip it. Um, no, like watching the film, I wouldn't skip it. But if I I'm listening to you it, skip it. I like the reprise because you don't get that bit. I like the reprise of when I go out right at the end. But sorry, no, there you go. I'm just surprised. Opinion. But I mean, it's funny because the lyric that I like appears near the end of when I grow up. What? But it also. It's initially in um, Naughty, Naughty, which I also love. Yeah. And this is, I I mean, I know it has meant a lot to me and I know it's meant a lot to other people, um, friends and everything. But it's when it talks about being stuck in your story. 
Yeah. Basically, you have the ability to control your own life, your own destiny. And I do love that. And it's when it says, just because you find that life's not fair, it doesn't mean that you just have to grin and bear it. If you always take it on the chin and wear it, you might as well be saying that, saying you think that it's okay and that's not right. But if it's not right, you have to put it right. But nobody else is going to put it right for me. Nobody but me is going to change my story. Sometimes you have to be a little bit naughty. Mm. And I feel like, personally, that has helped me to encourage me to kind of be, like, Who you want put myself on on the track, on track in my life. Yeah. And get what I want. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that that kind of, those kind of lines in the lyrics make me... Make you just, think, you, so, is that, so you're saying, so it's kind of like a cross between the two then, isn't it? Of like your favourite. Yeah. I guess you, you've not picked a favourite, which is fine. You're allowed to have multiple. But um, yeah, okay. I mean, probably at the beginning, when I first found the soundtrack, for example, when it first came out, I might, might have said Revolting Children. Mm-hmm. Because it's an epic song, yeah. And I've, I mean, I've. Uh, that's, that's my favorite. I think. Uh, is it? I was gonna yeah. say it's a, it's a, it's brilliant. I mean, my first experience of of Matilda, sort of, <laughs> is that I choreographed a dance to Revolting Children. Oh, nice. Um, and it was for my, so, the group that have just finished Year Eleven, they were in Year Six. Okay. And they did it as their kind of leaving song and they did it at the prize giving ceremony. And they sang it as well as performed it with the dancing and they loved it and they were so good. So did you do that again with them? Or did they do it? No, I mean, I did bring it. I did... uh, You went, we are doing this again. No, I didn't do it with them. No. In year 11. What I'm saying is the group that have just finished year 11, they've just done their GCSEs, Back in year six, did in it. lessons, we did it. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and as a whole year group. Oh, I thought, sorry, I thought you meant as a year 11 leaving thing, they no, no, did no, it no, again. No. That's no, what I was thinking, No, sorry. there's no way that I could have got them all to do that, I doubt. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I just had to embarrass that. them with the fact. <laughs> but yeah, but revolt for me, Revolting Children is my favourite. I yeah. do like When I Grow Up. I do like Bruce. Yeah. I'll tell you what I like about Bruce, uh, and you'll appreciate this. I like the fossiness okay, yeah, yeah, of yeah. Bruce. Uh, for those listening who don't know who Bob Fosse is, go and Google. Yeah, <laughs> he's a very good choreographer, and uh, the music of that song is no excuse, Bruce. It's all very uh, jazz hands kind yeah. of style. I can imagine that. Well, the choreography um, with it can be so quirky because of. Of the style of the song as well. Yeah. Listening to the soundtrack again for me, because uh, I've done my research and the fact of I've listened to the soundtrack, um, I looked through the songs and I thought, I remember going to watch it. I can't remember which one it was, either in London or in Norwich. I think it was Norwich. And when Telly, then when the dad sings Telly, mm-hmm. I, I felt the sun spoilt it. Okay. And I was like, oh, I'm not looking forward to listening to this song again for research purposes for this podcast. <laughs> However, I really liked it. 
Okay. And it's because the son doesn't sing in it at all. Yeah. It's just uh, the dad. So I really like that. Um, my least favourite, I'm not a big fan of My House. No. Which is um, Miss Honey singing about the fact that she has this tiny little house and that's hers. Is a bit too, and I, for the purposes of the story and everything, totally get why it's there. But for me, it's just not, it's my least favourite. So I'm yeah. not going to say it's the worst song, because I don't think there's a worst song in no. it. It's just, it's my least favourite song I think that it. actually, as, as musicals go, there's so many good things about all of the songs. Mm. So, yeah. It, it, yeah, I find it really hard. But, of course, we want to know what our audience thinks Yeah, what do well. you think? So, we'd love to find out what you guys think are your favourite songs or your least favourite songs. Yeah, remember, we're on Instagram, Facebook, email. <laughs> Just contact us. Tell us what you think. Um, um, yeah, best and worst songs or least yeah. favourite, most favourite. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, right, Rachel, it's that time... Uh, of the episode where we talk about interesting facts. So do you have an interesting fact you would like to share? I do have an interesting fact. Go for it. Um, Obviously, one of the things that I quite like about the stage version is that some of the big kids are actually played by adults, aren't Mm. they? Um, Which I think looks... I feel like that looks really cool. Um, But because obviously they're they're multi-rolling... They're playing the adults as well, the parents of the kids. So there are points in the show where the men have to shave oh. partway through the show oh, to yeah, make sure they look younger and or older, depending. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so apparently one of the things that I found out is that one of the backstage rituals is that they'd be fighting for a sink in the dressing room to try and shave off 20 years whilst, like, the show's going on. <laughs> that is an interesting fact. I'm going to just, only because we're talking about that, um, last week, last episode, shall I say, you said about the fact of sometimes it's more fun to be in the chorus than to be a lead part. Yeah. If I was in Matilda, I think I'd be. I'd want to be in the chorus. I'd want to be singing Miracle. I'd want to be singing School Song. I'd want to be... Yeah you know, involved in all of those when I grow up. It's hard because actually really what I would want to do is be one of the kids. Yeah. Like, and obviously that's never going to happen. No, you're, uh, you're past it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, we're both past it. That's what I'm saying. We're both past it. I mean, I can't play Matilda, can I? No. Well, I'd no. love to. Yeah. <laughs> would you want to play Trunchbull? Do you know what? I was thinking this because obviously I was going to talk about this later actually, but I might as well bring it up now as you brought it up. What did you think about Emma Thompson playing Miss Trunchbull? I thought she was fantastic. I thought she did really well. Did you think it was interesting that they chose a woman to play a woman as opposed to a man playing a woman like it is in the stage version? Yeah, I, I don't know. I I mean, I thought that she did an amazing job. In some ways, I feel like it is better, it being a woman. Okay. In some ways. Mm-hmm. In, I guess... So, because when it's a man playing a woman, you obviously get... It's it's comedic in a different way. It's like pantomime dame, isn't it? Yeah. But, like, 
so you're you're getting a laugh for a different reason. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas with having Emma Thompson and her being a woman, playing a woman, she just it I guess it made the part more serious in a way. I Do you mean serious and scary or serious and scary, yeah. I thought she made it scary. Yeah. But I felt like she was less of a comedic role. Yes. Than like perhaps in the production yeah. version. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, and I know it's on purpose. Oh yeah. You know, I know it's on purpose that it's a guy playing a girl, a man playing a woman. But um, yeah, I don't know if I would want to play Trunchbull because as much as I think the songs are fun, I I'm not a big fan of them. No. And it, like I mentioned earlier, I. The chorus, I think, has a much better role. Adult chorus has a much better role in it. Yeah, yeah, uh, than... I think that's fair. I'd love to climb that gate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'd be too scared. I'm like, not going to lie, I, I, probably, I probably would more than happily accept the role of Miss Honey. Because yeah. I feel like I'm a teacher, she's a teacher. Obviously, as we all know, I'm sweet and angelic, just like her. So, Who's the we and just me and you? <laughs> <laughs> Between and the us world. Yeah, we just all know. Uh, yeah. So, and, and obviously, she likes to make an impact on her kids' lives, and I do, and all of that kind of mm, thing. Mm. So I feel like I could, I could really relate to her as a character. So there's that. Well, do you want to hear my interesting fact? I'd love to. So my interesting fact about the show. Which I think is a very interesting fact, is that the production uses eight thousand three hundred and twenty balloons a year. I'm not gonna lie, I I saw that fact, I saw that fact, and I I think that's amazing. I think that's amazing, and then because I was thinking, but how many balloons do they use per show? And then I was like, oh, actually, per show, per week, per month. It actually does, it add, does up. add up. So, yeah, so 8,320 balloons are used. Crazy. And it's predominantly in the opening. Isn't yeah. It? In Miracle. Yeah. I can't think of if there's any other time when there are balloons used, but. Oh, I don't know. I can't think. But I can't remember the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there you go. All right. Well, you knew my interest in fact. But everybody out there didn't. So, now well, you know. Now you know. 8,000, yeah. So. <laughs> I think there was some some other fact, like because obviously they use paper aeroplanes in in the yeah I read about that uh, one. yeah that they've all got something they've all a school report on every single one of those paper aeroplanes yeah which is pretty cool yeah to be like I caught one of the aeroplanes that yeah. was thrown into the audience so yeah yeah I do like that um, <laughs> um, I was going to say earlier but I'm just going to m- mention it now so with as you know well you will know this Rachel so. Some musicals don't have songs which are the name of the show. <laughs> yeah. So obviously everyone knows the sound of music, which was last episode. Mm-hmm. And moving forward, there will be shows which have their song as a, their show name as a song, but Matilda doesn't. No. And so what I like to do uh, <laughs> with the names and only the names of the show is I like to sing the name of the show in the style of the song I think would suit the show. Okay. I'm going to have to give an example now. Of course you are. Because (laughs) people are going, what do you mean? So if you 
imagine Joseph and his amazing Technicolor dream coat. <laughs> I his, can already hear it. His <laughs> that song would go Joseph and his amazing Technicolor dream coat, dream coat, and I don't know why, but it always has been that. <laughs> Um, so that's so again when we talk about Joseph in future episodes possibly if it gets decided by the listeners out there remember email (laughs) Instagram Facebook by all means give us suggestions we will definitely use them we've used Matilda we've had suggestions for Matilda so that's why we're using Matilda today Um, so yeah so Matilda it's quite obviously it's a short name yeah for a song so i would imagine it have you thought of yeah of course i thought of it of course i thought of it so i think i think going with uh trying to think about tim minchin doing the song because obviously um it being a bit childish a bit spitefully so it would just be like matilda that's it that's all you get in but it'll be like that okay all right matilda Okay. All right. Right. So that's we haven't even, we haven't Rachel and I haven't even spoken about this, but that's a that's a new section that's coming into play. Just to let you know for future episodes, I'll when have to, I think I'll have to start. I'll have to start it. I think at the beginning we're okay. going to be talking about yeah Matilda. So yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, right. Um, um, so. One other thing that I was going to bring up, yeah, which I thought was pretty—I mean, it's awesome—but um, one of the people I that used to work at the school with me, he was actually a science teacher, but his daughter regularly performed and has until recently actually in the West End production of Matilda. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, what is just a a child in it? No, she's played Miss Honey. She's played. Oh wow! Okay. Matilda's mum. She's she's a like a swing. So basically, she has also done like chunks of time where they've literally just called her up and said, "Would you be able to come in and do it?" And she's like, "Okay." And then she goes in. How and, lucky! I know. And she so she's done like she has done chorus parts as well, but yeah. she's been both Matilda's mum and Miss Honey, and like it's just. I feel like that's just so cool. It's a it's a cool thing to be like calling up and saying, "Oh yeah, we need you to do this part." Yeah. Can you come and do it? And you go, "Oh yeah, I know every single word to that." So yeah, I can come and do that. Well, and apparently, fairly recently, she was offered a pretty amazing contract because of how like good she is at at the parts in Matilda. Yeah. To to do something where she was sort of on call but I think her she changed and she was she was going to be doing something else by then okay but um I it was always I loved hearing about what she was getting up to and everything Mm. I think it's really cool definitely Um, yeah definitely okay right so adding in a new section to yeah to the podcast uh we're going to do a quiz so each episode either Rachel or myself are going to be quiz master or masterous, mistress. <laughs> what is it for a for, or for a quiz mis, quiz mistress quiz masterous? I have no What's idea. What's the female version of? Maybe it's just like actor. We're all actors. All right. I'm a master. And it, I'm a master in my own right. Yep. 
that's true. So each week we're going to do that. <laughs> so you can play along. Obviously, I don't know how well you do, but at least you can score yourselves. Yeah. Um, so we're just doing three questions. And actually, I've made the questions pretty... Well, I don't think I've made them hard. Okay. Because well, actually, I found good. it a bit hard. Well, that's good for me. And we should have a, We should see if uh, maybe somebody could do a little jingle for quiz. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what. It's quiz time! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I did I like don't that. know. <laughs> um, it almost sounded like it was going to break into a Guys and Dolls song. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, anyway. Okay, so, so with three questions. Go for it. Oh, which one do I do first? Um, okay, first question How does the cast come out? on stage for the curtain call ah this is one I do know because when I was listening to the reprise of this the other day I was thinking about how jealous I am of the fact that um, they come out on mini scooters and uh, (laughs) how cool it was that they do that as their little thing so yeah mini scooters well done that is correct thank you okay um, that's an e- yeah that is a, an easy one for me so thank you for that it's okay I feel like they're all going to be okay but oh well <laughs> <laughs> when Matilda gets revenge on her father by putting hair dye in his tonic in his hair tonic sorry <laughs> he's, not um, drinking no, he's not drinking it <laughs> what song does she sing that must be naughty I'm guessing it is. Yes. It is naughty. Mm. Interesting fact, I think, might be coming your way. Okay. But it might be wrong. All right. So I know that in... This is this does have a link. I know that in The Twits by Roald Dahl... Okay. They use... I think it's called Hug Tight or Hold Tight Super Glue to glue uh, the roly-poly bird onto the tree. Just putting it out there, The Twits is my favourite book of all time. Just you know, like hands down, my favourite book. Anyway, um, <laughs> and I think that's the same brand of glue they use in Matilda. Oh, really? And I think obviously because it's rolled dull. Yeah. I think that is the case. Okay. Anyway, that's got nothing to do with the question that you said. Well, it was well, because of is. being in naughty. But anyway, go for it. Sorry. So that's two out of two. And then the last one that I've got is finish that lyric. Oh God! Yeah, right, here we go. But I think. I was I wasn't sure if you'd get it before, but now I think you will. Just so you know. Okay. So. Is it because you've already said it? No. Okay. No. Because I can't remember what you no. that was. So I'm going to try and say it really neutrally. Okay. All I learned. Can I, I learned just say the word is neutral? Whatever. I've said it now. <laughs> Answer the question. You only get it once. No, yeah. Well, you should have telly, been listening. Tell is the, the answer. You should have been listening. Tell is the answer, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That'll teach you for always talking over me and interrupting me. Really. Well, I got it right because I was. Yeah. I sort of remember you're saying. annoying. <laughs> Can I just say I don't? No, know, you can't just. Say I don't anything. know what the what the adult version of a child line is, but uh, that's two episodes now that you have bullied me. What? Because you called me a dummy. In sound yeah, of music. Yeah, but it was pretty deserved, right? And then now you're being... I've told you that you're rude for talking over me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty fair. That is true. Okay. All right, <laughs> anyway, three out of three. Thank you very much. Let us know how you guys did. I'm pretty sure 
You will have all got three out of three. No, you, you, well, if you've seen the show... Yeah. You, yeah, but if you haven't, then you might not necessarily know. Yeah. You come out in scooters. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Come out in scooters. Ah. <laughs> um, how would you make the show better? Hmm. What, what would you do if there is anything? The sh- okay, here's an idea. Go on. The show would be made better by me having a chance to direct it or choreograph it as in like it would that it would be made for, I, it would feel even better for me i feel that, that is going to be your answer every time no. you talk about it i no but i would absolutely love 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 to do this one i would love to do it what being it no i'd love direct to it, i'd love to it. create it i wonder if there will be a time because it's I mean, so we we constantly think about it at school whenever we're looking at production. Yeah, because there's a junior version, isn't there? There is, but it's just a bit rubbish that you can't do all of the songs. It's a shortened version. It's not, so it's not as long. Because um, it's, it's, it's been on, it's been on the West End now for uh, twelve years. Okay. 13 years. I knew it had been about 12 years, that. 12 years. Yeah, I wonder... They're already saying it's you know going to be one of those shows that's going to stay on for... I mean... A while. I In my head, this was the show that I really wanted our daughter to see first. Hmm. Like, initially. Now I'm sort of thinking that perhaps something more like Frozen might be more appropriate for her right now. Yeah. Because of the fact that she's still little... And whilst Matilda is childlike and impressive, it's maybe not necessarily The story as is quite engaging. dark and quite... Yeah. It's quite a sad story. I mean, she loved the film. <laughs> she did love the film. She but it's quite a film. sad story, isn't it? It is you sad. Know, a child who is unloved by... By her parents. By her parents. So her teacher adopts her. Yeah. But... And her teacher's got a bit of a traumatic life as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's like trauma and trauma. And, connect- and that is like, because it's the trauma that almost gives Matilda the power, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, to change her destiny. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I know we haven't spoken because it's not a musical. We haven't spoken about the original film of Matilda. I mean, I always loved that as well, to be fair. I, and, and I loved the book. Yeah. And I think you just have to, you just have to look at everything separate. They're not all. They're, they're, the only they're reason totally why and the film musical and the musical are connected is because of that element of it. Yeah. But um, you know, staging and everything else is different. Yeah. I preferred the ending in the the musical version uh, in the stage version to the film. Obviously, they, we've discussed they come out on scooters and stuff and do a little reprise, a little bow, as opposed to there's an extra song that's written yes. into the film. Yeah. Which the cast of Matilda, the stage version, sing. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah. So they sing that song. They sing that song. Whatever it is. I can't remember now. I've heard it. I can't remember I've listened either. to it already this week, and I can't remember what it's called. Um, but I don't, I'm not a big fan of it. But, like I said, it's necessary for the film to make it finish on a nice... Still holding my hand? That's it. Yeah. Nice, fluffy ending at the end, which yeah. it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a but nice then ending. in the... <laughs> musical stage version don't the family get caught at the end as in like 
the parents, don't they get caught? Uh, don't they get arrested or whatever? Yeah, I think so. I can't remember. Whereas in the film, they're they running away off. from the mafia. They just go off. Yeah. Uh, the original film. No. Or the this the musical film. Yeah. They didn't get caught. Oh yeah, no, they didn't. Whereas because they, I, I, cause they don't they have the sirens and people come in. In. No brother as well in the film no, version. No, no brother in the film version, which I didn't care didn't about, matter. to be honest. did not bring nothing to the plate. No. So that's fair enough. Okay, I gave the rating for Sound of Music first last week, last time. I keep saying last week, last time. So out of 10, what would you rate Matilda? So I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking hard. I'm going to say that I'm, I'm, I'd give it a 9 out of 10. Okay. And my reasoning for that is just because I think it's brilliant in every way. Mm. And I don't know why I therefore haven't given it a 10, but I feel like I shouldn't give any 10s out. <laughs> okay. But um, I just think that it's it's everything. It's got everything for me. Mm. It's just got all of what I would want in a, in a musical. I'm giving it an 8.5. Oh, okay. But not, but only because there are some, there are some songs in it which I'm like, mm. yeah, maybe that's like, why it's not it, a ten. If every song was a banger, I would be, I'd be going, yeah, ten or high or like yeah. higher than eight point five. But because of that reason, but I love the choreography in it. I do. I love the staging of it. I love the the props that are used in it. But I love that about both the film and the stage mm. production as well. And uh, yeah, the songs are very good because well, I, I was the majority of songs are great. Because it's very much because I was I was very lucky that I managed to see Tim Minchin live. Did you in Bury? Yeah, at the Apex. Oh, that's cool. And I hadn't heard any of his stuff before. Okay. But it was to oh, there's a comedian Tim Minchin. Oh, he does this, this, this. Did you want to come and see him? And I was like, oh yeah, it'd be great went and saw him and because I knew that he'd done the music for the show yeah I had that in my head yeah which he doesn't obviously do he no. didn't do any of the songs from no. the show but the fact that he was he was in our little town and yeah he was absolutely brilliant and I love the fact that you can hear him in those songs yeah from his other works so yeah I think all of his songs are so clever like, to get the alphabet in that song. Mm. I thought that was so impressive. I No, I agree. One thing I was going to ask, which is going a bit off topic, but not, is that obviously Roald Dahl has now got two musicals out that we know of in Matilda and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Do you think there are any other of Ooh, his books... Good question. ...that would make a good musical? I think, I think there's a play of George's Marvellous Medicine... Is there? I think. But do you think any of his other stories would make a good musical? I'm just trying to think. So George's... Okay, let's use that one. George's Marvellous Medicine. Do you think that would make a good musical? I don't know, because if, if I'm honest, as stories go, that's not one of the ones I know the most. I don't think... I, the only reason why I don't think it would is because the, the story, the bulk of the story, is George making the different medicines for his grandma. Okay. And so it's just him making Quite, stuff. Uh, yeah. 
Um, so I don't know if that would work. As I mean, a... what about James and the Giant Peach? See, that's one I think possibly. Possibly. I think that you'd have to work hard to make sure it was good. Mm. Only because, obviously, having the insects and everything. and Yeah. You'd have to use, like, puppetry or something, wouldn't you, for that? Yeah. I think I'd rather puppetry than people dressed up as a... Oh, 100%. Maybe, like, Lion King-esque yes. puppetry. Yes, yeah, good puppetry. Good puppetry, not... As as opposed to, say... Pinocchio. And I'm not saying that this is bad, but, like, you know, in Avenue Q, where you see, like, it's like an actual puppet. Yeah, but is, I... I, I love, love that as well, but I don't necessarily think that would be right for that show. No, I don't think that... Yeah, okay... That's I don't what think I mean. Like that show either. Whereas for Avenue Q, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. But um, yes. yeah. Okay, you yeah, know I no. agree. Uh, oh, BFG, I love that book. That's a good book, but would it make a good musical? I don't think it would. I think it would be very difficult to have a giant. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, obviously I've mentioned the Twits being my favourite, but that, again, I don't think that no. was, that wouldn't work. That'd be a fun little children's play. What about the witches? Hmm, possibly. I mean, it'd be hard with the whole mouse thing. Yeah, but yeah, you no, could do some quite fun stuff with the yeah. with like the makeup and everything. That is true, but yeah, that was like I said, that was just an off-topic thing, just yeah. to see what people think. But yeah, let us know. Let us know that as well. Yeah, just get in contact. We love listening to people. We want to chat. We love chatting. That's why we're doing this, and so we can. And blah I, blah blah and I really <laughs> I really do appreciate all the feedback we've had followers like I'm still getting to grips with Instagram and stuff but <laughs> followers that He's are following us it's just exciting anytime anybody listens to this show because we get a little not notification but a little uh, a little on our little app we can see how many people have listened to it so it's and it's just really nice Watching I keep telling Rachel oh we got more people yeah and it's like, oh, have you seen this? And have you seen that? And so-and-so spoke to me about. And, yeah, it's really great. And we really do appreciate it. And uh, Absolutely. And and love every single one of you from the bottom of our hearts. And thank you all very much. Um, I think we should say another big, big thank you to JJ. Yeah. Because not only has he made us a little intro jingle, yeah, he's done but a, he's little, made us a little a little outro, outro jingle, as well, which you'll get to hear. So yeah, thank you again, big hugs to you, my friend, and um, yeah, keep sending in recommendations for shows, and obviously, you never know, the show that you choose will be the show that we speak about on our next episode. Yes. So keep it, keep it light, keep it fun, <laughs> just keep it, keep it real, and Dram Spanners. Much love to you all. (laughs) See you later. Bye. Bye.